0: CrossTracks case management system. That is what we are talking about today. Are you using a case management system? What are you waiting for? If you don't use a case management system, you really need to look into implementing that into your business regimen. I've been at it with CrossTracks now a little over a year, and it's just been a game changer for my business. They are SOC 2 certified, SOC 2 type 2 certified. If you don't know what that means, it means that they're encryption system is second to none and you have to go through a whole screening process to figure out uh, if you can even qualify for that and they have so you know with certainty your data is being protected i don't think there's another case management system out there that offers that same ability to have the SOC 2 type 2 certification as you guys know i've been uh, you know singing the praises of crosstracks and uh, i really believe in this product and i believe you should check it out Contact Brad, contact Pat, uh, one of the team members over there, and see if it's right for you. Cross Tracks, case management system, check it out today.
1: Are you an investigative professional? Did you know you can now find the best private investigator resources using investigatorstoolbox.com? It is a resource community built exclusively for licensed investigators and investigative professionals. This is the future of investigative learning, networking, and resource management you can interact with some of the best investigative minds in the business in our community section. Our private investigator resources also have a robust learning section packed full of free training webinars, audio teachings, and helpful articles. Many teachings offer CLE credit. Our data resources section features over 225 free OSINT resources. This site is also designed to create a private personal resource library for your use when you do research. We have partnered with some of the best investigators and businesses in this industry to provide benefits and discounts to our members. We have over $1250 worth of discounts and benefits available exclusively to members of the community. For less than 49 cents a day, you can access this amazing resource tool. Download the Investigators Toolbox app available on Android and iOS or visit our webpage at investigators-toolbox.com. The best private investigator resources and this amazing community are only a few clicks away.
2: Welcome to a special Thursday edition of PI Perspectives. Today is Veterans Day, and before we jump into the show, we wanted to take a moment and thank our servicemen and women for protecting our country. We'd also like to pause for a moment of silence for those servicemen
1: and women who've made the ultimate sacrifice. We thank you for
2: taking that moment with us. So today we have a retired Marine, Byron Rogers, back on the show. Byron lives and breathes in the world of executive protection and security. Today we're talking about security in houses of worship. We're also going to chat about the upcoming executive protection forum, December 8th in Las Vegas. Let's join Byron Rogers and your host, private investigator, Matt Spare.
0: Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Today, we welcome back Byron Rogers from the Bravo Research Group. Byron, how are you?
3: I'm good. Boom. It's yeah. hard to be here, man. Give I me a it. boom, right? If I don't hear the boom, it's it's not working, right? <laughs>
0: Bring bringing the energy. Day, <laughs> First of all, uh, this is our Veterans Day special. So thank you for serving. I really, really appreciate it. And not only for serving, man, for what you do for veterans. I just appreciate that so much, man, that, that you have created a way, a pathway for, for guys and gals that come home that say, now what? You have uh, really given them something to do. So tell me a little bit uh, about that. Obviously, you were a Marine, correct? Uh, yes, sir. And uh, you know, tell me a little bit about what you're doing now.
3: Yeah, no and it's honestly it's one of the honors of my life as well, you know, um one to come from that, you know, that pedigree and then have found my way by the grace of God and then to be like, man, this is awesome transitionally to be able to go from kind of, you know, warrior into a guardianship is like it's just such a smooth and seamless transition. It allowed me to really instead of seeing a lot of the things that I came back from combat with as impediments or things that just don't fit into this new civilian division of the military, I like to call it, yeah, right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I I was able to still leverage who I was on so many levels. And, mm-hmm. and it really eased a lot of that inner psychic friction we deal with as we try to like, adapt, you know, it's like, it can be like, being forced to watch cartoons for the rest of your life or like being a Lamborghini forced to drive in a school zone. If you're like going from that high speed life into something else yeah. um, that, that that has no crossover, but now, you know, I've got my school, the league of executive protection uh, specialists. Uh, we have ran with our first installation training day, which is kind of like the bachelor's degree
2: right.
3: in terms of how to get into the industry uh, how to do the work. Um, I love that program because it's not just teaching you how to do EP. A lot of schools will just teach you how to do EP, but then when it comes to writing your resume, when it comes to how to interview, how to dress, uh, how to interface social dynamics, how to interface with your team, your principals, your clients, the vendors, like how to act even, you know, um, in order to be successful. And the social dynamics around that all is the one thing that I see make or break people's careers. I've seen a lot of dudes that are so good, mm-hmm. at, are, are, are lethal and, and smart and have good hearts, lose their careers yeah. because the social dynamics of it all. Yeah, So I focus on
0: that. Yeah, you have to be a kind of an entrepreneur. You got to have that, uh, you know, entrepreneurial, uh, spirit, in, in doing this stuff, even, even if you're working for somebody, you still got to yeah. have that, that alpha personality to, to achieve things. So I think you're, you're right. right, man. And, uh, what I appreciate also about what you're doing is the community, right? That you do yes. have those conversations with one another and there's that, that handholding and, um, you do a lot of, uh, zoom meetings, I think, right. Where, uh, folks will come yeah. on and ask questions and, and, uh, you have these, uh, are you doing it monthly or or weekly? How often do you do it?
3: Yeah, so for the patrons of the course, for folks that that are in that course, we meet every other week. And so it's kind of my way to make sure I'm an integrity with myself and my class that i'm doing everything i can to make sure they survive right. that they make it and that they're successful so i'm kind of like their conciliary you know um the for ring. their <laughs> we do our careers together you know so it's we meet every other week i help them work through any problems any snags sure. make sure they're working our process to get into the industry or our process to elevate their careers and then now that we have the bachelor's class uh which blew up we've got uh, about 300 students in the first year or so, about a year and a half, and now we've installed the master's class segment, sure. which I'm so excited about. Um, and that is just a consortium. It's a, it's a a batch of about 20 some odd of uh, instructors that have done amazing things in our industry some of the biggest name instructors in the industry you've got your elijah Shaws, you've got your christian west you've got uh joe la you know you've got aaron moldens you've got the list goes on and on sure but then also people you haven't heard of that have done amazing things in the industry and they're tackling higher level problems they're tackling things that because there's really no training from once you go from being an agent When you want to be a company owner or a team leader or a detail leader, you know it's just like you're an agent, and then you like are like you know I want to start a PPO, or all of a sudden you're in management, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, and and you're like, okay, I'm um, (laughs) I'm just going to do it. I know how to do the agent, so I can do this, right? No, it's more sophisticated. There's levels to this thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, sure.
3: So there's a lot of higher level stuff we tackle in that part of the course, and that's been such an honor to have those people who are legends and have done so much more than me in this industry. sign on and join forces with me yeah. you know to try to bring some real real high level value yeah. more than i ever could yeah. to
0: the end you know more I, than i could i think i heard recently because I, I do check out your podcast uh too right um you would you have a few of them <laughs> so uh okay. executive protection lifestyle um is, sure. is one i enjoy listening to and if um if I heard correctly, if I remember correctly, like you, you've you gotten international with it too, right? There are folks from other countries that are now part of this program too, right?
3: Yeah, man. So executive protection lifestyle brand, and uh, we are now branching out to different countries, you know? So we're looking for different shops and different leaders, uh, different companies in, around the world to kind of have different chapters out yeah. there in the world. So we've just launched uh, EPL Canada through Sentinel security plus up there, they're, they're an awesome shop up there. These guys are all about excellence because the reality is, you know, if I'm really trying to impact the executive protection industry, I know the U S market and yeah, I've been all over the world, but for a guy that's in Canada where, you know, they aren't allowed to carry weapons. It's right. just a different game, different culture. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, erecting and setting up leaders in those areas to hold the banner and the standards, right? Cause it's more yep. than just a job. It's about lifestyle, sure. those sure. standards yep. there. And we've got a few other countries on the horizon. You know, if you guys are in in, in your country and you want to carry the flag and the standard there, let me know
2: yeah, because definitely. this is pretty awesome. To definitely. Out. You
0: know, I don't understand Canada, how anyone gets anything done because it's the same thing with private investigators, man. They have no yeah. access to any of the research that we have. It's yeah. so limited and yeah. I, I was like, I had a guy on, uh, I guess about a year and a half ago, maybe. Um, and, uh, you know, he basically made his, his living on surveillance because you really couldn't do anything other than that. You couldn't do research. It was hard to, to get things done. And, uh, yeah. this guy was interesting cause he, he competed in, in the Olympics. He was like a judo guy. Wow. Uh, yeah. And he was like half israeli and half canadian like is a really interesting story um really canadian but story. i felt bad for the dude because he was really struggling to get to get work um and and do things because it was just so so hard uh, and then when covet hits you know and everyone's got to wear a mask like how do you do surveillance at that point how do you possibly identify <laughs> yeah. and people aren't going out of their houses either so um oh, yeah, yeah it's uh it's crazy how did you handle covid what did you see on your end i'm sure you know protecting things that was a there was big money in that right uh, you and i were talking before we got online that you had a, a very good year this year so tell me a little bit about that um how was that um the the dealing with covid on your end
3: Yeah. The COVID thing was interesting. You know, certain aspects of my business, certain accounts definitely tamped down and and, and shut off. Mm -hmm. Um, However, certain aspects of my business went through the roof, you know, especially during the riots, I had more work than I could deal with. I was passing contracts to friends uh, because it was just, I was getting calls. Like, Hey, we need guys down here. Now we need a team of four guys. We need a team of six guys. And it was just like, boom, 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 rapid fire. Uh, My, my high net worth families were like, we need more guys, we yeah. need more assets, we yeah. need more coverage. Yep. That was awesome. But anything having to do, I do a lot of faith-based stuff, a lot of churches and things like that, those went and, and pretty much almost shut down. They went yep. to more bare bones. Yep. So it was nice to have a diversified, uh, I don't know, I want to say portfolio, but a diversified uh, list or books of clients because what I lost here, I made up here. And yep. ultimately, I, I think we had a better year as a result of the chaos than, than really anything else. We also picked up some more corporate contracts, you know, um, as people needed to protect their storefronts and CEOs mm-hmm. and things like that. So for me, COVID did well because I was in multiple, I, I served multiple client demographics. Right, That was the hedge diversify diversify (laughs)
0: yeah you got to be able to to identify it i know like in in my state association here in new york like we were really really uh all over our lobbyists like you need to make sure we have a carve out you know we we've got to make sure that that security and private investigators can continue doing work as essential services and you know as soon as we got the green light from the governor's office you know it's like all bets were off um you know yeah there were pivots on things you had to do i mean I work with lawyers. Lawyers didn't come in from uh, March to June, you know, <laughs> and and now they're kind of in, but they're kind of not, you know, now I, it, it's finally starting um, to come back to normal. I mean, I, I, I'm doing a networking event next week mm. and reaching out to attorneys, inviting them to events and them telling me I would love to go, but I, I have a trial I'm picking a jury for next week. Like that's music to my ears. I was like, yes, brother, don't worry about it. I'll catch you on the next one. At least you're in yeah. the courtroom and you're, you know, you're, you're moving It'll your work. cases because uh, at the end of the day, if they're not getting paid, if they don't have money um, you know, they're not spending money on their cases um, you know, and so on and so forth. So um, it, it's nice to see that. Um, I mean, listen, we all got to have our, our, our cards shown we're vaccinated to sit anywhere or do anything here in New York, but you know, yeah. at least we're, we're getting one step closer to, to where we need to be. So that's that's yeah. all good stuff. Yeah.
3: Man. Step by step.
0: Um, so what did you notice with your, your schooling during that time? Did you feel like um, folks uh, on your side of the uh, profession were taking that interest and in trying making themselves better, or were they just kind of tightening up and saying, all right, I can't s- spend any money or time on, on this. i got to make, make sure I'm earning. Uh, what, what was your experience on that?
3: At the beginning? uh um tuition went through i mean submission like people joined it went through the roof
0: yeah
3: in the beginning were some of the best few months of we've had.
0: <laughs> right. people were
3: like hey i gotta sit at home this yeah. is an online course right so many advantages there you get to keep your lesson keep your instructor um you know we're having meetings all the time you have you it's not like you pay for a course and it's a flashpoint in your career that you went to a school at one point in time it's like no you're kind of part of this tribe you know and then i i also have set up a network and an online place for everyone to continue their relationships and continue doing their careers together so a lot of people join the pack and a lot of activity in the groups a lot of new signups people signing on to the team. And then as it drew, it continued waning on. I think folks just didn't have the discretionary funding. So they just kind of tapered off for a while for a few months. And then now, you know, as we've come out of like the dark ages of the lockdowns and stuff, it's just gone. It's, it's gone right back up. So uh, we definitely, it blacked out for a good month or two where we were like, wow, man, you know, but it was obvious that it had everything to do with, you know, socioeconomic. Yeah. Yeah
0: well when the, when the stimmy money is gone the stimmy money is gone right <laughs> yeah man <laughs> you know but
3: yeah we weathered the storm great overall um and a lot of people just got better you that's know good. and you know, that's what i'd say the, the lockdowns and the pandemic, people either got better and better shape, smarter, yeah. and then you see other people, and you're like, "Man, you got that COVID five pounds yeah. on you, and you just you just didn't spend your time wisely, and they got so, worse."
0: So yeah, I started off in, in the pandemic like there's no yeah. way I'm gaining weight, and I was riding an exercise bike like an animal. I was at home, yeah, just, yeah. I'm listening to sermons like daily, <laughs> an hour at a time, just crushing it, right? And I'm like, "This right. is great," and I'm 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 like feeling really good and then slowly but surely life gotten away and, and yeah, now man. I'm not doing seven days a week I'm down to three or four days a week and there's two days mm-hmm. if I'm lucky to get on there and and of course you know you, you packed on a, a little extra pounds and and now it, it's it's all off you know it's like back to it and uh, all right let's go back to work and gyms exactly. open back up which was nice so can get Very back nice. out there and do do some things and and uh you know feel the shame of, <laughs> of what I, what i let myself get into <laughs> but, I completely get it. Man. yeah that's a different episode for another day <laughs> <laughs> you know i wanted to talk to you about uh, houses of worship like you had um he had talked about that. And last time we had you on, uh, we had teased next time, hey, we'll come back and we'll talk about that stuff, uh, which is what we're going to do. Uh, I do want to take a break first and just uh, hear from the sponsors. But when we come back, I want to talk about what that looks like these days um, as the houses of worship have opened back up and and they are going. And uh, you know, technology has changed and some of the tools that you use to do what you need to do. So everybody sit tight. We're going to be right back and then we'll jump right into it.
2: Check out the PI Institute of Education at PIInstitute.com. Since 1989, Kelly Riddle has been teaching on subjects such as surveillance, nursing home investigations, insurance fraud, domestic investigations, hidden assets, and accident scene investigations. The PI Institute of Education is a featured learning partner in the toolbox.com. So check out the free content on the site, then visit the Institute for more great savings on additional classes. Want full data access without a site inspection? IRB Search gives you full social security numbers, dates of birth, up-to-date contact info, and so much more, without the inconvenience or cost of an inspection. As an added bonus, you can access IRB data on any device in any location. You'll always have the best data anytime, anywhere. Visit irbsearch.com and use exclusive promo code PIPOD2021 for a free trial and 100 credits. Offer available for new and returning customers.
4: Don't let asset investigations become a hassle for you. Let the professionals at J.T. Palmer & Associates, Inc. get you the information you need. We are a team of research specialists dedicated to providing you the intelligence that you're unable to locate through public databases. We have national and international resources available to provide accurate results to assist you in your asset investigations and in a timely manner we work tirelessly to uncover exactly what collectible assets someone has. Whether you're investigating a business or an individual, our dedicated research team employs a range of techniques to bring the investigation to a conclusion. All information developed over the course of these searches is obtained in an ethical, legal, honest, professional manner. When you need asset investigations done right, turn to J.T. Palmer & Associates. You can contact our team by visiting our website at jtpalmerassociates.com or call 800-808-0078.
2: Check out the latest issue of PI Magazine, Robert Freed and Dr. Henry Lee Grace the Cover, available online or via hard copy.
0: And welcome back, everybody, to PI Perspectives. This is Matt Sperry, your host. Today, we are joined by uh, Byron Rogers from the Bravo Research Group. Byron, welcome back to the program. Hey,
3: boom. It's an honor to be back, man. More booms.
0: Gotta love it. Gotta love (laughs) it. All day. So, before we jump into the topic, uh, you do have some other stuff going on, uh, which I wanna get to and get the announcement out about. So, you're doing like a uh, a form, right? An EP form. Tell me a little bit about that
3: sir it this one i'm excited about this one so um myself christian west pablo Monasterio, uh we had a a crazy idea you know so we have the close protection conference coming up december 8th through the 10th the largest event in the executive protection space in the united states one of them if not the they're expecting 500 agents there right um It's going to be an epic event. And we wanted to see how we could also serve the community and create, you know, an asset for folks to take advantage of while they're there in Vegas if they, you know, on the very first day. So if you're going to the shooting competition on the 8th, then get after it. But if you're not going to the shooting competition, because a lot of, you know, sometimes it's hard to get corporate funding for that because it's guns and whatever, you know, the politics or you're just not into it. uh, We have an amazing event for you on the 8th. Uh, It's going to be an all day. I think we're going eight to five so you can get done and still go to the conference when it kicks off. And we have a power packed list of speakers. I'm going to be kicking off the morning talking about social dynamics. Uh, we're going to go into Christian West is going to be speaking. Caleb Gilbert's going to be speaking. El- Aaron Malden, Elijah Shaw, uh, Joe Lasorsa. Uh, We've got a heavy, heavy list. Um, great. Uh, Jackie Davis, the female that they made the movie about, Safe, the mm-hmm. top female agent in the UK is going to be speaking. So it's going to be jam-packed. And we have a special surprise for you guys that attend uh, that, is gonna be something the industry has never seen before, but I cannot, I am not at liberty to disclose here. So it's just a one day quick pop-up. The format's completely different. Instead of just presentations, we're going to have conversations with everyone in the room mm-hmm. um, and it's going to be highly, highly interactive. It's going to be a little bit different. So um, join us for that event too. man. Yeah. That's going to be an honor to put that, to, to kick that off.
0: So the surprise is not like a, a, a comped meal at the buffet, at the uh, casino, right? That, that's not it. No, so this, this is going to be better.
3: <laughs> I will stand by this. And if I'm wrong, okay. you can come find me and and talk crap to me. This surprise will blow your socks off.
0: All right, cool. We'll all that blow your socks that. off! It'll That's be great.
3: something that will that that will give you and that you can do that you'll be like, "Wow, this was amazing!" Yeah. I guarantee
0: so, so we'll we'll have all that info in the show notes. Um, yes, sir. So of how folks can right. find it and and uh, if if you live in that space, I um, I strongly encourage you to go check it out. I mean, there's nothing like networking and just being amongst peers, especially after you know a year and a half, two years of just isolation. Just getting back into it. Uh, I know on my end, I went the last uh between the summer and the fall here i probably went to about four or five different conferences and it was so great getting out there and just seeing people yeah. networking and and uh and making connections i made some really great connections uh especially i was in san diego uh, a month or two ago i made some great connections yeah. um
3: oh, yeah that stuff pays the bills oh yeah so like yeah, yeah. are like you get relationships are one of the highest value it's like relationship equity is, is, is what everything good and bad yeah. will come through your life, especially in business through relationships, the commerce relationship,
0: hundred percent. This is what we have to do, you know, absolutely. hundred percent. Um, okay. So let's talk it, let's get into the topic here. Houses of worship. Um Sir. so walk me through that. What does that look like? If you do this type of work and you wanted to get that type of work, how would you go about trying to enter that space? And what's, what are the important key aspects to make sure you're covering?
3: yeah so houses of worship you know it's my passion it's it's something that i grew up in church and things like that um some of the snags that you find have to do with kind of the politics of it you know getting a private security detail in there can be a little bit difficult because a lot of churches have a retired you know, uh, whatever law enforcement guy or whatever guy. And then they're like, well, it is our security guy. And then they think that (laughs) that's good enough, right? (laughs) you know, and then you got to explain things to them, you know, with regards to, you know, are they set up properly with insurance? Uh, if something does happen and do, have they really thought through their strategy and things like that? Um, and then the other part is buy-in, you know, uh, I have been really blessed, um, and my primary account for sure to have the. The, the the pastor really buy in and that's what can flip the congregation to be part of it. Yeah. You know, so there's another whole component where you have to train the congregation to value and feel safer, you know, so that has to do with equipping your guards mm-hmm. um, with the right things to say when people are like, Oh, security, you know, like is something wrong? Why are right. you guys here? Because a lot of civilians are still completely oblivious to the fact that <laughs> that they need protection there. And I'll say Church protecting places of worship has been the one client demographic that is the most active with regards to actually having to do things with security. Like I've had to go hands on more at churches and I've had to deal with more threats around churches. Um than I have out with most a-list celebrities or uh, high net worth families or c-suite executives. the church yeah. stuff is actually where it's at yeah
0: I mean what it comes down to is you know broken people need need God <laughs> so broken people yeah. go to church and broken Churches people ha- ha- have uh, have opinions, you know oh yeah, um, yeah I, 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 listen i I can remember going to Times Square church in Manhattan and going through metal detectors mm-hmm. and this was well before you know um I mean this is this was after 9 after 11. Um, yeah. You know, maybe two years after 9 11. And it's just, you get used to it. Okay, this is what I got to do to get in. It's not a big deal. Um, I didn't feel like my rights were being violated or anything like mm-hmm. that. I know um, uh, this next summer, I'm, I have the opportunity to go to Ghana to, to perform actually at a church. Nice. Yeah, I'm very, very excited by that. Uh, we got invited church. to. Uh, to this mega church out there to to um you know do my music and all that stuff and you know we had some concerns okay so what's the security like you know and and yeah. they're like no 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 it's more secure than the united states like you have to understand like <laughs> the way we treat our security coming into this place yeah. um, you know there will be metal detectors there will no backpacks none of that stuff like that's just that's just policy for them you know nobody yeah. argues about anything because it is what it is um you know it's it's the same thing with going to sporting events too now you know uh i go to madison square garden all the time and you know going through the metal detector but before you can even get to the metal detector you know, i got to show them a vax card and a photo id and and all yeah. this and yeah it's a pain it takes longer to get through but it is what it is this is the nature of the business and and uh, the world we live in these days right
3: yeah. Hopefully you feel safer when you get on the other side of the protocols and yeah. that's what they're there for. And hopefully they work, you know, I, um, but I will say those churches over in other countries like Africa and things yeah. like that, man, I mean, it's amazing how much more real they are. You know what I mean? Yeah, when, when, yeah. When, when people, when that's all they got, it's really real. I oh, love, yeah. I love traveling to those, those churches over in those countries and yeah. just the whole frequency that they're on is yeah. completely
0: different. It, it's yeah. Powerful. Yeah. Well, Hey, you know, safety is, is not just for the Christians though. <laughs> There've been plenty of synagogues that have uh, had some oh, yeah. issues. Uh, there was one in Pittsburgh a couple of years ago um, that it really, it got real very quickly, you know, and it's like, you don't realize these things. And man, I've seen some events in crown Heights and in, in Brooklyn here in Queens Um uh, where there have been thousands of people attending these events, and um, you know, how do you get a handle on security with these outdoor events with like you know four or five thousand people, um, you know, streaming and through the streets and running, and going crazy, right?
3: Yeah, well, any mass gathering requires security, in my opinion. You know, mm-hmm. it's it, and you know, the way kind of the way that we approach it, and I've approached it with a lot of churches is, um, you know, it's it's less about you know, uh, the the tough guys or guys that have backgrounds uh, being on the security team and working those guys in the key, po- we put those guys in key positions. But really what we want to establish in any mass gathering event is an information network mm-hmm. that will alert us to any issue that has to do with security so we can get the right people to the task as quickly as possible and stop the bleeding. Yeah. You know, so it's really all about it. Layers and in information network, putting people in key positions and, 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 you know, we have a plain clothes layer that's moving through the congregation. And then we also have the, uh, the overt layer, which gets most of the attention, but is the greatest deterrence. We uh, had meetings with Homeland security and a few different government organizations where we're setting up some teams and we're just saying, you know, what's the best thing to do? How do we keep these places safe? And they across the board were like, uh, you you really want to use deterrence as much as possible because that's, what's going to keep them out, you know, and your plain clothes component, that's going to be obviously to deal with the problems and things like that. And to alert you if things are happening in the, in the crowd, Um, but that deterrence is really powerful. So we're, we're out front. Yeah. You know, we stand in a place where everyone driving onto the property sees like there are armed guards here. Right. We're but we're selling security. We're yeah. smiling, waving, you sure. know, happy yeah. Sunday, happy yeah. Sunday. We're actually interviewing people, you know, how you doing today? Good morning. <laughs> you know, we're like greeters almost, you know, yeah. in a lot of cases. And, you know, the information networks there, you know, we're looking people in the eyes, you know, and and with yeah. the, you know, with the 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 um 5150 kind of the um, you know, the populations that come to church or helping homeless people and yeah. helping people that have issues you really attract a lot of variables into one place yeah that you've got to stay ahead of you know we'll tag somebody and keep an eye on them and yeah. you know it's real hands off but we got to make sure we're getting that information to the right places
0: yeah and i think it's it in the in the past probably four or five years or maybe even longer than that you know uh, politics has found its way you know in there and that drives yeah. people it really does it, like it's i have seen splits man i've seen people bail just yeah. because you don't have the same ideology it's like yeah but i thought we're we're we, we're, we're the same faith of like we believe the same yeah. things yeah but you're gonna vote for that guy so i can't talk to you anymore right so right. you know it's it's so crazy to see that stuff happen but it, it's real it really uh it really it's, does. Um,
3: it's sad to see the the divisiveness work so well.
0: Yeah.
3: You know, and any anything that shuts off um, intelligent, thoughtful, compassionate discord between two people, communication between two people, is is a, is a huge tragedy for yeah. the people, in my opinion. You know. Yeah. Um, we disagree, and that's how we arrive at higher truth. You know, you might think some <laughs> yeah. see something I don't see. We need each other's opinions, man.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's definitely opinions are important, and 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 discussion is important, and being able to to work through through all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, do, do you guys do like? Um, like monitoring on social media for, for, for these venues and stuff? Do you set up like, uh, you can't really do fences anymore. I guess there's more keyword searches, but do you guys like, do you have a team that does all that stuff Are you? Is that part of the package?
3: Um, you know, not for our everyday. We do a cursory search, during the week mm-hmm. of all of our social media properties for that church, mm-hmm. we're having a larger event than we dig, dig deeper into OSINT. But mm-hmm. uh, the guys that are there, cause we also have schools at a lot of these places, mm-hmm. the guys that are there during the week, every single day, they have to execute at least one open source intelligence sort search mm-hmm. of the digital properties for the church and also for whatever clients we have.
0: Yeah. That's, that's kind of
3: how we monitor that. And it's huge because people telegraph what they do. And then if we have mm-hmm. a bolo, you know, uh, at any point, then we have those profiles, and we we definitely uh, conduct patrols on those regularly as well.
0: Yeah, so- I, I mean, you look at uh, stuff like Parkland, you know, where where there there was that. Hey, I'm going to do this for about six months leading up into into that. Yeah, you got know, to you got to right? be all over it, man. Definitely all over. One hundred percent. Those are. Our-
3: key, those are your key target indicators, man. <laughs> those yeah. are the gimmies, you yeah. know, and people can't help themselves. It seems.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting because it really, at the end of the day, it also comes down to dollars and cents too. When you're dealing with yeah. a, a board at a nonprofit organization, first of all, they're going to say, Hey, give me the nonprofit rate. Right. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That's the first hurdle you got to get over, That is the you truth. Know? and then it's like, wow. Okay. These are all really cool things that you're offering. But it's like that old uh, Chris Rock joke, right? With with the uh, man, a dollar for for a chicken wing. What I get for fifty yeah, cents, yeah. you know? Like, if you just pour the drink in my hand, <laughs> how much for a handful? This is so <laughs> real. Is exactly. Real. Like, and so you you're like you are having those conversations, and you are like. Yeah okay, I know this is not going to happen. Like, I'm crashed and burning here because they're not going to yeah. bite. Um, yeah. You know, I had m- my own experiences with technology many years ago trying to get into that space. And, uh, man, there were some cool things we could do, and it worked. And they were yeah. like, wow, this is great, but we can't afford it. <laughs> you <know>? so, <laughs> right. Or, you know, this is too intrusive. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to survey these people we don't want to do that you know that's not the attitude that we're putting out all are welcome here well yeah all are welcome but you know maybe the guy that's going to bring the ak he's he may not be welcome to this yeah, place you know right and
3: we'd like to see him coming
0: yeah but know? leave the ak at home
3: you know? and uh, then yeah we've had some crazy things happen for sure
0: yeah you know <laughs> So do you have like regular briefings and stuff with with the um, admin there or or, or I guess the, the board and all that? Like what does that look like? Are there regular meetings and, and going over uh, threat assessments and stuff?
3: So whatever we consolidate during the week, we send out via email and then we revisit it uh, to the team and we work in conjunction with their volunteer team. So we're an adjunct where we're an add on you know, to their volunteer team, but we're totally integrated with them. When we we send out bolos and information for folks to get familiar with, then before service, we all circle the wagons and we talk about what we have, what happened last week, what we saw during the week, what, we're, what we'll be looking for. Uh, highlight any bolos you know we use zillow quite a bit actually um and you know we make sure people have a snapshot of any bolos and that goes out to our team mm. um and you we just get on the same page for that upcoming service because we want it to be fresh in everyone's yeah. minds you know yeah. um so that's usually how we get that data out to everyone uh, right before they get on and get everyone in the right mood make sure they're in the right frame of mind and we get after it
0: yeah, you know it's interesting. You you were talking earlier about having the the visual presence and the, and then the non visual presence. And oh, yeah. I'm just thinking of like David and Goliath, right? You got Goliath out there. He's he's a yeah. big dude. You're like, hey, don't mess. Yeah, you're getting in trouble, exactly. right? But you got to watch out for David because he got that slingshot. He's going to take you out. <laughs> yeah, one, and honestly, one shot, one some, kill, 100%, man.
3: Hundred <laughs> percent. And some of our best folks uh, on some of our um most valuable people that have been able to stop a lot of things are like we've got this little 120 pound female that just looks unassuming and she's in the bookstore and she's just like hey you know black shirt green hat you know is over here trying to (laughs) steal this or that or and no one sees her coming no one has any idea it's just a chick in the bookstore with like you know some kind of bluetooth thing on and she'll send us a snapshot and then You know, the the big boys can walk in and be like, hey, sir, you know, how you doing today? And they can address it, you know, and she's like a sniper. Exactly. She just moves through the facility and no one, you know, people are just having their conversations and uh, she's just giving (laughs) us the best stuff, man.
0: She's making ragdolls at everybody. (laughs) Oh, yeah, (laughs) absolutely. (laughs) It's it's,
3: it's that. It it works for sure.
0: That's cool. So what are some of the other challenges or, or what are some of the mistakes do you think folks that are trying to get into this space? um, make when they're trying to lay in this type of work.
3: I think dealing with the perception of security, you know, um, coming in and saying that my team is better than your volunteers. Mm -hmm. Um, dealing with the fact that in everyone's and in a lot of people's minds, when you start to mention security for a place of worship, they're like, well, we don't want our congregation or they naturally have an aversion to it. Generally, you know, they, they they don't want to even believe sometimes that they need it. Um, And I feel like some security professionals will come like one, you know, you need this and it's better than what you have. And um, it gives that vibe that you're going to really change or negatively impact the culture of the church because they're focused on their mission and the gospel. So you really want to present yourself and your team in a way that, Hey, we're here to add to your mission and to help you achieve your mission. You know, you want them to understand that like, we're here to make sure that everyone feels welcomed when they come to this church, but also that they feel safe. Um, and you know, we can offer explanations for that, you know? Um, I mean, so that's kind of the, I've always come at it at, Hey, we're here to add to and help you guys achieve your mission. Right. Um, not compete with or overtake or, or be the security guys, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. You gotta Um, swallow your pride, man. And that, that can be hard to do sometimes. Uh, you know, especially when you, you see some some guy who's been there forever, right? Uh, on site that, uh, you know, he, he worked for LAPD back in the 80s. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't know yeah, if that's yeah. a good thing or a bad thing. That's you know? the guy. And you don't want to change
3: things too quickly. You know, so yeah. a lot of guys and companies will come that's in really and want to change the world. Yeah. And we're going to do this and bag checks and da 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 It's going to be so safe by next Sunday. It's like, Church doesn't no, like bro, change You, you want to just, just yeah. drip, microdose. Yeah. You know a little bit, ratchet things up very slowly and yeah. be very sensitive to the changes you know that are happening. The way you're impacting that culture, yeah. you know. And when you've really established a baseline with one change that you've made and it's positive, and yeah. everyone's like, you know, this is kind of good, this is great. Wait a little bit, and then drop the next one in. it's it's something we struggle with in the in, in private security as executive protection agents too, where it's like you want to come in and you want to change everything, you want to take over the world and make the, you want to be Captain America. And it will drive you insane knowing that you have holes or vulnerabilities that you have not fixed yet. But the reality is, you know, Max Joseph says it the best, seatbelt security. You've got to be comfortable if they're going to wear that seatbelt. If you're uncomfortable in that seatbelt and it's locking up on you, you got to take, you're going to take it off. So you have to just change what you can little by little by little. And in a few months, in a year, you'll have a pretty rock solid program if you ratchet it up properly. If you don't you run the risk of being, of being, of being kicked out of the game. So, you know, uh, another mentor of mine said something awesome. His name's not coming to me right now. He's like, whose responsibilities is, is, is protecting the principal in private security? I'm like, it's mine. You know, I'm the security agent, you know, top flight. <laughs> and he's like, no, it's your principals, yeah. you know, because they're hiring you, they're paying the bills and they ultimately get to decide what you do and do not do. And if so you don't good, do what they want you to do so, you're gone. So and I'm like, check the ego at the door homie yeah that would, you know because it's like we could we can protect them 800 ways but they'll be like i want this one yeah and this
0: one and I, that's it and you I just tell you act, what man. The you can act like that at home exactly um i i would say probably one of the biggest hurdles too is is um this whole idea of uh, proactive and reactive right um and changing yes. that culture and it seems like you got a pretty good thing going with how you're doing this that you you have changed that proactive you know to the proactive model yes. um which in this country you know you know when uh, a tragedy happens and, you know someone's shooting a place up in texas your your phone's ringing the next day because they're like oh Bye. man we got to do something right um yes. but it seems like you you've you've got ahead of that and you're doing some of the re- uh, proactiveness as opposed to being reactive and that's a big challenge as well it
3: is and the tragedy of it all is that those incidents really validate the model in a lot of way in a lot of ways because you wouldn't believe after those sundays when those tragedies happen people come to church and they're like Thank you for what you do. And I and we get and that's how you know you got a good program because sure. I'm getting told thank you yeah. constantly while we're out there. We really appreciate you guys. Da, 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 da. Yeah. People feel safe. And and if you're not there, people are like, yo, where's security? Or you know, <laughs> what's what's going on? Have you changed something? Yeah. You know, because sometimes we've gone into doing bag checks and then we didn't do bag checks and people are walking up like, Are you guys not doing bag
0: checks? You're Like, I don't know, do I feel safe or you guys, you guys <laughs> exactly. are in there, right? Like, yeah, all, all peeping on you, man. <laughs> yeah that's crazy crazy all right man we're, we're gonna wind down here but before we we close out right. um uh g- give me a nugget or two for for uh folks that are again looking to get into this and and, and doing this like what what would be your recommendation to uh to how to get started on that
3: In executive protection or church security yeah let's protection?
0: let's talk executive protection let's say we're yeah. we're a pi and and we say you know what i i do have some some experience where I can offer value doing EP work. Um, yeah. What What should they focus on?
3: I think these days, you know, and this is, this is like right in line with what we teach in, our, in, in the school is, you know, you really want to make sure you understand the nuances of executive protection. So if I'm dealing with a guy coming from the military or law enforcement, or that has like an awesome background, it's like, all right, you can do the work. You're smart enough. You have the background. Um, but it's not a bad idea to take a course or something that is yeah. going to teach you the nuances of executive protection. Of course, I recommend mine because it's going to teach you how to um, situate your resume and your LinkedIn, which is your new resume, and teach right and teach you how, <laughs> right? yeah. teach you how to yeah. network yep. um, and how to interface with everyone effectively to get your career started. Right. Right. Um, so getting the industry to react to you as if you're a specialist. One of the things people are dealing with now is the industry's blowing up. The industry is supposed to double in the next decade and i remember reading that in a forbes article before the pandemic you know robots aren't replacing us anytime soon no
0: no sir reali-
3: no. <laughs> right corporations are realizing they need to have their own in-house security yeah. teams like it there are different client demographics there is so much opportunity but a lot of people are trying to get into the game yeah. so it's becoming a red ocean of generalists now so yeah. having the edge when it comes to you know your resume and marketing and relationships, having a network. This is really how you stand out and get into the game quickly and effectively right. and
0: efficiently. Right, soft and skills get you paid, right? Isn't that your? Hey, hard <laughs> skills may save lives, but soft <laughs> skills get you paid <laughs> and you go. in the game. And that's together. what I
3: put together with this with the school, yeah. man, with the league. That's what it's all about. That's great, man.
0: Um, so the uh, close protection conference. What What are the dates on that? When is that going down?
3: The close protection conference is december 8th through the 10th mm-hmm. um and you know if you're even if you're not going to the conference you can still taste the magic and you can still be part of you know the 500 agents that are going there and network and everything with sure. the ep forum
0: yep the EP that's forum. why we
3: that's why we put that together that way you know for folks that maybe you don't have three or four days but you yep. can come for a one-day thing or um you know i i think i think they're charging around 300 bucks for the close protection conference ours is i think 200 but Either way, if you can do it all, do it all. These relationships are what put food on the table sure. for years to come in this yeah. game. I can't stress that enough. Business is the commerce of relationships. Oh, you're absolutely you right.
0: Really is your you're, you're absolutely right, man. So, Byron, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to have all that information in the show notes uh, for folks. And I really encourage people to go and, and check it out. And, uh, you know, if this is your passion, this is what you want to do. Um, you know it will only benefit you to be there um 100%. so again thank you for serving uh, our veterans day uh show here and acknowledging thank you to all the folks in our industry that have served and continue to serve just uh, on on uh, at home right uh, um on in in the home field here um i really do appreciate that and um you know the sacrifices that that were made and all that we just you know we want to acknowledge that so uh, how do folks get a hold of you um if uh, they have any questions?
3: Yeah, and then one one last thing I should mention, since it is Veterans Day, Mm -hmm. upon getting out of the Marine Corps and getting my career launched and everything, I wrote a book called Finding Meaning After the Military. So if you're out there and you're struggling to find meaning in life after the military, Check that book out. Look it up. You can find it on Amazon or you can reach me through my website, ByronRogers.com or ByronRogersMotivation.com. Rogers with a D, -D R-O-D-G-E-R-S, you know, or you can follow me on Instagram, but you can always send me an email through the website. um, And we can start communicating there if you need anything at all. It's an honor.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on Monday for a regular show. Have a great rest of the week.
2: Thank you, Byron, for coming on and talking about protecting houses of worship and the EP Forum. Now check out the show notes to get a link for the details for that event. We also want to thank Crosstrax, IRB, PI Institute of Education, and J.T. Palmer for sponsoring the show. So please support our great supporters. Now did you know Investigators Toolbox has an app for Apple and Google? So take a few minutes and check out the website to really help boost your business and your research capabilities. Use code PIP201836 to save $20 when you join. If you have a question or a comment about the show, email Matt at MatthewS at SatellitePI.com. You can also find him on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook. We want your feedback to bring you to best shows possible. And we'll be back on Monday with a new show. So make sure you tune in and stay safe out there.